This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day, everybody. All right, we're back with another All Questions episode. Let's not dilly-dally, Mitchell. Let's get straight into it. Are you serious? <laughs> we're going to have any questions. Okay, questions over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. If you want to sign up and support the fellas, uh, just, just do it. <laughs> First one comes from Dave. He said, if Benzie was on one of the 9-11 planes and had the opportunity to take down the attackers, do you think he would have charged up the aisle and tackled the terrorists or would he try his best to get stuck behind the drinks cart? <laughs> what a sook. I like it. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Would, uh, would the, so if he, if he had to ran and, and hit the drinks cart and fell down, would, he have to, uh, would we have to take the terrorist attack away from obstruction? <laughs> I think that, yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's the play here. It's the right play. Yeah, smart. Just eyes up anti-terrorism. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Frankie says, if if PVL was the super best smart businessman, and that's what he wrote, the super best smart businessman. Okay. Why do you need to completely overhaul the basic concepts of the sport every week? Wouldn't a true business visionary have a long-term strategy, know the steps to get there, instead of insane reactionary bullshit like Sydney conferences? Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to, we, too much of the question time's turned into straight in the PVL stuff, but I think it's also because he's always in the news, but he's supposed to be the chairman of the RLC and it's especially big picture stuff. It's just so weird that the day to day environment, environment, that's not usually what chairmen do. But, uh, oh my God. Drew P. Wiener, previously <laughs> Seymour Butts, says, why should the female alternative to Manscaped be the muff mower? I like it. I don't really have anything else to say. Please use the code boomrookies at manscaped.com. And he said, did Smug Mitch give away the anonymous backer? Did he? Uh, no, I do think I, I said someone was the anonymous backer that wasn't the anonymous backer. But was, I, it, was it Carl Morris? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think who it was. I, I, I think I said it might have been Kevy. I don't know. But I, I know I didn't give away the actual anonymous backer because yeah, I just didn't. Okay. Michael Gregson said, at this point, should the PVL dumb rule such comp ideas be disqualified from rookie takes like Trump was disqualified from didn't happen of the year awards? <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know if that takes, but yes. Uh, here we go. Josh Brandon, our good friend Josh. Back home in America now, I think. But yeah, anyway, he says, they're my team. I know they're a very well run organization, but do the Roosters' five ACL injuries in the past 1.5 seasons indicate a need to change aspects of their training regimen? I know teams suffer injuries, but other teams, top teams, don't seem to suffer so many season ending ACLs. I don't know enough about this stuff to give you an answer. Do you? I don't. I do believe NRL Physio has done some things on the ACL stuff. So if you search his handle with it, he has like a table of tracking them. And I, I do believe like that they fall in the sort of somewhat preventable bucket. You know, the ACL one. I, I might be wrong on that again, but soft tissue and similar is like always down to 
you know, teams will put that onus on the the head of sports science or the physio, whatever they've got, the whole team there, that soft tissues down on them. Don't know fully if ACL is part of it, but I, I know it is part of the overall thing. But it is strange. The Roosters have been, in, in their management of injuries, they're quite conservative in the returning of players. They don't really force them back or anything, but I don't know if something's in there, but as a fan, you have every right to be asking questions because ACL injuries keep happening to the same, you know, to key players now yeah. the last year and a half. But yeah, I just, I think, what is it? Penrith had gone a number of years now without once they've changed regime. But yeah, NRL Physio would have that already tweeted out for you. Uh, okay. Blake Moretti says, quote your favorite commentary cliche line. Oh, the next trial will be crucial here. In the context of this game. Oh, that one. Love uh, it. What other context could it be? <laughs> exactly. In the context of my life, this is a, <laughs> it was a massive play from Sam Walker. Uh, the game of two halves. Yeah, it's a good one. Come on, buddy. You got some more. We got more here. Uh, oh, well, there's. Oh, you just. I still feel like they're on top here. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> if you if you take away the twenty five points they scored straight, I feel like the other team's on top. Like, what? what are we checking? What are we checking? Oh my god! And then when they check it, like, oh yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. I like that one too. Like, what are we checking? They check it. They're like, oh yeah, oh they're checking that. Oh, that's right. My bad. <laughs> god, what, what am I? Some of my favorite ones from other sports. I'm trying to think. I mean, the, some of the worst ones are the player tropes, like Damian Cook was a beach sprinter. Uh, Antonio Gates played high school, uh, college basketball. Did he? Yeah. Like those ones, they're just like, oh, really? Whatever. But I don't know if they're really cliches. Anyway, next question. Nathan Thorson, what is the point of Anna's Lee's Monday briefings? Uh, ASMR. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anymore, man. I know when they first announced them, it was supposed to give you answers and similar, but yeah, I don't know if they're, I don't know if a weekly one's really serving that full purpose. And get and finding out on a Monday that the referee was wrong, you're like, oh, that was that's great. And Nathan's next question: He says, Buzz's latest idea. How many drinks would it take you guys to come up with something so stupid? I mean. I don't need to drink to say stupid things, but yeah, we do this all the time on here. <laughs> I think we could come up with a better system, though. I mean, we we, we were A League fans. I, I said were for me. I don't know if your counsel were. I'm yeah. a were. Yeah. We were A League fans for a long time, and it was one of the from the day one of being an A League fan. One of the most common things that come up, like a pub chat or anything, when you're talking about A League, is fans wanting promotion and relegation because it's good in England. And it's a football thing, but it just doesn't work here. There's not enough teams, enough supportive reserve grade, enough infrastructure in place. It just isn't a thing in, the, in this country. And it just can't be. No. It's it's the same thing of like, like in the NFL draft, NBA draft, it's actually really cool. I love watching the draft. Yeah. Have you watched the AFL draft? Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm not. It's decidedly not cool. Oh. <laughs> and that's what set up an hour one. And it's like, People watch the NFL draft like fuck. It'd be sick to man. It'd be sick to have a draft here. It's like yeah, but look, drafts are cool. I love fantasy sports. I love drafting anything, but you're ignoring all the steps before and after it. That why it can't happen here. And the draft again taken from American sports. We think it's gonna it won't again won't bring any single new fans anything. And it's also like good teams aren't the same good teams for a long time in, in American sports either. Like miss me with that. They are, mm. but uh. 
the draft's like, oh yeah, we just need to figure out to some form of system where we can, you know, cheat the labor, pay them in the education and don't pay them for their, <laughs> you know, don't pay them for their talent for a number of years. We'll bring that in first. So we'll cheat the labor force and then we'll, we'll trick the players and we'll trick the whole of society in this country to believe you shouldn't be paid to play professionally. You do that for a few years, you develop. And then you, then you go into, like, we don't know where you do that either. Some system that's below the NRL, that's not NRL linked, whatever. Develop there. Then you go to a draft, you get drafted, whatever. You go to a team. And you're from Sydney. And you had, okay, you're from Sydney. And you had a DUI two years ago. And the Warriors drafted you. And you got denied your visa to move to New Zealand. It's like, oh, well, fuck, you can't go there. <laughs> so, well, there goes that. What a good or, system. Or, or it's like, you from, you, we did that. But then, okay, so to so get drafted, what's the draft contract look like? Is RLPA going to start agreeing that there's draft contracts? Like, whatever. There's so many fucking things I've thought about. Same thing with promotion and relegation. Just like, isn't this a cool idea? And it's going to fix everything. No, it ain't. Uh, Jace G says, what's worse, blowing a 22-nil lead or losing to two Q-Cup halves? Well, it's and can enjoy both of those things. Exactly. The same thing happened at the same time. 22-nil lead is an embarrassing way. Like, that would be that has to be the worst loss. I know it's our biggest comeback, but doesn't mean it's our big best ever win. I don't know if there's a worse loss than that in Titans history. And Titans fans, if they even actually listen listening to this, can tell us. But that has to be the worst loss in their club history. Didn't they lose a prelim to like the sixth place Roosters, like forty nil? Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> they did get smashed. You're right. That's a good one. I forgot about that massive losing. But just like the way the nature of this being up again, like thirteen minutes, you score twenty two points. Yeah, know. fair. I don't know. But, mate, Queen, it's uh, it's good seeing Queensland Cup get some love, though. Finished fourth, lost 32 to six in the prelim. Good go. job. It's like Kevy wrapped Queensland Cup after in his press conference as well. And uh, it's it's good to see finally development systems getting some love. So I'm sure we'll ruin that soon and bring back the 20s and go back to casting players away when they're 20 years old and go back to producing halves like Luke Brooks and shit rather than producing Sam Walkers. Oh, good. Yeah. That, that sounds great. good. James K says, we probably touched on it already, but last year you spoke about how it might be time for guys like Milford and Brooks to part way with their clubs. Have Canberra and Ricky Stewart come to the same point? Good question. What do you think? No, uh, just because this is ha- this kind of, didn't this kind of happen in 2017 with them? And then they got out of it again and they were like fine in, in 2018 and 19. Yeah, look, it's it happens to clubs. Like I kind of get sick of sack the coach the moment a team starts losing mentality. I mean, there was a sack Trent Robinson movement for the Roosters a few years ago. Are you kidding me? Like that was a thing. And sack Ricky Stewart. It's again. What's the answer? What are you gonna do? Sacking. I know he's having a really bad year there now, and maybe he might prove after this year or next year he should get sacked. But that guy has done such a good job of turning that club around off the field and getting a culture there and getting players actually want to go there and move there and whatever and believe in him. And yeah, he's not a very good coach coaching against adversity, I don't believe. But you're going to just sack him eight rounds into this season after the, the last few years you've had at the club because why? Uh, to get in John Morris. Yeah. It's not time yet. Like again, Milford and Brooks had about three years of proving it was time. 
Michael F says, if the conference's idea to get off the ground, could we see some kind of conference all-stars game? The Sydney conference team could be called something like city, while the regional conference team could be called something like country. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the Queensland fans would, be, would not be interested, so should it be limited to New South Wales players only? <laughs> what a great idea. I'm really shocked, by the way. He might have predicted something in the next few weeks. The city country game. Might come back. That might be the next proposal. I actually do like the city country game. So do I. I just didn't like what it became. It became like everyone pulled out of it. Yeah. Didn't um weren't didn't harm Sally get picked from reserve grade? Yeah, it's like a few years ago or ten years ago, it was really cool. It was like actually origin probables as possible, like strong teams or whatever before that. But then it turned into like one club pulls out twelve players. Yeah, not cool. I actually be cool bringing it back if they force players to play it. Big Chief 69, this is an interesting question. I don't, what are your thoughts on the Magic Round matchups? Well, it's always good to hear from you, Big Chief 69. Yeah. Um, in what sense? Well, good. is it a good round? I mean, so they're not... There's one thing I said to people last year or the first time when it got launched. When it got launched and there wasn't any rivalry games, I said to people, you've got to understand the draw card is, mag- is the Magic Round concept. The draw card is not wasting South Roosters on Friday night in Brisbane. Yeah, people are going to be there regardless. So they're supposed to be actually supposed to be you height, you bury shit matchups. It was supposed to happen. So, you know, yes, no one's really frothing for Titans Penrith. Sorry, Titans yeah, Penrith or like Warriors Eels or Sharks getting done by the Rabbitohs or Bulldogs Waiters. But that's the whole concept is that you're there for the carnival atmosphere, not for particularly any great matchup. But I do think some of those games like Tigers Knights might be a pretty good one now. Broncos Eagles might be. And then you look at, you know, maybe maybe Storm Dragons. I don't know. There's a few blowouts there, but that, whatever. The concept is what you're supposed to go for. Yeah. Like, if, if you're a Roosters fan who goes to every Roosters game, for example, and this is, they lost a home game for this, you'd be furious if they took one of their... Like, they had to... It can't be a Sydney team they play out there, really. Yeah. So, what are they even with? Okay. Anyway, n- next question. Declan Campton. Oh, pups here. Little pump, pup Campo. The, the better Campton. Yes. <laughs> a mom and Campton. He says, why do left-footed kickers look like such good kickers even when they're not that good at kicking? Corey good question. Norman, I'm looking at you. Also Matt Bungard. Um, and also me. <laughs> yeah. Just some left-footed kings on this podcast. Um, yeah. A great question. That's why you're the superior Campton. That's all I've got. Yeah. I don't know. There's not an answer to that, is there? But it does look cooler. It looks cooler. We're just, cool, it's, we're just cool dudes. Is it? It's less. It's less regular. It's saying like left-footed goal kickers love a left-handed pitch. Okay, it's like and, our backhands look cooler in tennis than forehands. Yeah, and I love. Um, it never happens, and I want Tua to succeed with his left-handed quarterback. But it's like, yeah, left-handed quarterbacks. How about Michael Vick was the man until he did that thing with dogs. <laughs> but I liked him before that. M says, "Here we go." Of yeah. Dave Don, he started the Broncos last Saturday. Well, no, this Saturday. <laughs> Given that their next game isn't until Saturday night, how many players will they have signed from Melbourne before then? And how much do you predict them to win by, given that a CEO is that influential over score lines? Also, when is Wayne's start date? Please leave Wayne alone. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's Why is M so sour about Donahue going to Brisbane? I don't know, because... He's a good administrator. I don't know. It seems a weird thing to get fired up. It feels about. like she's attacking things nobody said that the CEO, like no one said the CEO fixes the on field results. I will say though, when, South were, when South were the West team, worst team in the comp and they got Shane Richardson, that was a big deal. 
He was. Uh, and Donahue will say some right things and some wrong things, and he might he might not be the saviour or anything, but I heard him speak a few times. I never rated Paul White. Looks like it's, it'll change with things. That'd be great. And um, the Wayne stuff, he already said he'd speak to Wayne again, and now it's the first time I'd, I'll ever listen. I don't know if Wayne will ever come back, but at least he said he'll speak to him. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, Wayne starts. I, I, I still think 99.9% not at Brisbane again, but we'll see. Uh, Liam says, given the example set by South, it's a jeopardy of relegation. What the Broncos and other clubs need to, f- to find a rich benefactor to dig them cl- the club out of doldrums. What other incentives are there to force clubs to improve? <laughs> a lot of good questions being asked. <laughs> well, relegation is the only answer, Bunga. Yes. Yes. If Why else would you want to win the competition or try and compete or make finals if you don't have the threat of relegation? It's true. Relegation only needs to exist in competitions where there is no finals. It's the whole trade-off. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Joel Wrigley. What's the point of bringing out the little man when tipping against the Bulldogs every second week is exploited by all 101 coaches? How does PVL fix this? What's... I've, I've lost... Is this... Cult? I don't know. I've lost this. Uh, say it again. What's the point of bringing back the little man when tipping against the Bulldogs every second week is exploited by all 101 coaches? How does PVL oh. fix this? Is this Coltrane Cup? Yes. Is everyone picking against the Bulldogs every second week, are they? I mean, it's a good strategy. Yeah, no one will ever be the uh, 2014 Knights of the Coltrane Cup, so... No. Was it 2016? I've lost a year, whatever. Warwick Ahern. Young fellas on first-grade debut and loose units in the crowd celebrating a first try. What could possibly top this duo? Uh, good question. You're saying good question a lot, Bungard. You're not saying good answers very often. <laughs> I don't have a lot of good answers today. You know, uh, what could top this? It, it is one of the great We've combinations. Said young fellas on debut is like scoring tries with people getting rowdy in the stands. Nothing really beats that. The only thing that could beat it Wait. is young fella getting hurt post-game celebrating too much. I was going to say, unless, <laughs> unless it also involves a banner saying footy Dean and then... yeah. The man himself hurting himself celebrating after yeah. said debut. And Charlie Sanders, yeah, oh, yeah, I love that. Young fella score a debut against loose unit. Young fella eight for out for eight weeks, breaking ankle in celebration. It's like yeah, you got to respect it. That's it. Okay, Christopher says, "What is your favorite Brett Morris memory?" Jeez, there's so many. Um, I, I suppose the Origin performances, right? Like, I mean, not for you, for obvious reasons, but um. I mean, okay, he didn't win many Origin series, so that also makes it easy to like him. Uh, he, in that 2014 one, I guess as a Blues fan, he did he scored. Yeah, say yeah well, he only played in the first game, but yeah, was like defending on one leg basically. And yeah. no, no, he no, he did the shoulder in that one. Sorry, yeah, and he say he, and he um, stopped Darius Boy from scoring with his clattered shoulder. That one. Uh, but for me, it will still always be that aerial aerial assault try against the Sharks. Like, mm. I know it's just something simple, and I know those things are more common now. But it was far less common practice a decade ago. Oh, also when when him and Josh pretended to have a fight when there was an actual fight in the Bulldogs Dragons game. That was very good too. Or oh, when he stepped out in the 2020, 2010 Grand Final and Jeffy didn't call Wrist it. Fans, stop this thing now. <laughs> that was a cool one. It was. It's it's so far out. <laughs> Comically. Comically yeah. out, both feet out, standing on the on the ground solidly. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there's, I don't know. It's it's hard to say your, your individual best memory because he's won so many goddamn things. 
but definitely for mine, it's that aerial assault. Luke Smith, what players, maybe from a few specific positions, do you think have benefited the most from the new rules? An example being Jerome Hughes, which you guys uh, mentioned recently. Cody Nikarima, Dave Fafida. Yep. yep. Um, definitely like Connor, uh, Connor Watson, Tyrone Peachy. Yeah, but say those guys, you got them. Um, Keon. Set- Probably. Keon. I mean, Sam Walker right now. <laughs> uh, Brian to- uh, To'o, like, uh, he's huge, but uh, he is just, like, breaking a bazillion tackles, running back at gas chases. And, like, yeah, he looks fantastic doing it. Uh, who else? Not Jake Tovovich. Not Jake Turbo. Definitely not him. Definitely, definitely not David Klemmer. And it's, it's a weird thing with some of those guys. Like, again, not a genius coach, but Kevy, Kevy pulling back Matt Lodge's minutes has made him more effective. Why the Knights just haven't pulled some minutes out of Dave Clemmer, I don't know. Like, he has no line speed. It's dead. And then Jake Tavoyich. I mean, people know I've thought about him for a long time, but he, he's dust with these rules. I hope he plays Origin. <laughs> he's, he might. Just, he's dust. But, yeah, and it hasn't really – it has advantaged some, some of the little fellas, but essentially it's advantaged bigger guys who are mobile most of the time for a lot of it. Like, Dave Fafita and Brighton Toto. Like, Fafita still might break, might break that uh, Frank Bird record. Who knows? Maybe. Okay, questions on Discord. Ooh. There's a lot on Discord because they can accept them any time. But uh, <laughs> Maddie McP opens up with, why would you want a little man when you can have big quads? It's a great question for Jermaine Osako, our thick king. But uh, yeah, again, another another large human. Who you, missed a, you, missed, you missed a bunch of questions, by the way. Did I where? On Patreon? Yeah, no, no, on Discord. Keep scrolling up. You got to scroll up to the a week ago. You got to scroll up to the 26th of April. Oh, whatever. I skipped all those. 26 is too far away. Isn't yeah. that? We didn't record those. No, the, as in, the, no, as in you've got to scroll from, yeah, from yeah. the 26th, 26, 26, so yeah, 27th yeah, onwards. Okay. Simo, <laughs> how much are you looking forward to the new NFL style conference we will be having? Yeah. Another thing, it's also ignored, by the way, how the conferences became a thing. They were rival competitions. Yes. yes. They were They were two different entities that merged. Yes. Uh. So conferences that were going to happen would have been 1999, and they didn't. And Seymour Butts asked a question for, for Broncos Weekly. He asked, can Benny did he do the Broncos Weekly each pod with Simo and Mitch? Good job, Benny. I said, no, I'm going, I will fight having an, a, a full-time third host until I die. Uh, it's just easier. Two people, we fit with guests when we want them. It's good. But Benny mm. was great on Broncos Weekly. Good work, Benny. The school sizzler, he says, uh, South Sydney trying to make fun of the Viking clap, just jealous from not having pregame entertainment due to not having a home stadium. That is so sad. When did the Viking clap become pregame entertainment? Uh, 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 that's the saddest thing I've ever read. Are they, it happen- I don't know. I just pity you. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not anti-Viking clap, right? No, nor am I. I like it a lot, but my God, dude. Um, I'm anti-people giving you shit. It's <laughs> just a thing you do. like. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yes, I suppose. I don't care. I think every team takes the piss out of Viking clap now when they lose, right? Or when they yeah. win, right? That's it. And I do think we're interested to see how that goes if they do st- go on a bad run in like 14th and round 23 or whatever. They, they still... Because <laughs> that's yeah, like look. It. Well, I mean, the Raiders won the social media war, so maybe they'll get two points for that. I will. 
But it's it's one of those things. Like obviously, it's great from Iceland football, but football fans will sing before games for any, no matter how their team's going. But uh, interesting to see if rugby league fans will respond the same way with the Vikings. Like but it's cool. But uh, yeah, I hate to think of people act like it's just ownership, like it's some amazing, uniquely Raiders thing. Whatever, who cares? Mm. Who cares? People mock it, and people will keep mocking it if those are the questions you're going to ask about it after it. Uh, Harvey says, "Which what is the real Viking clap? The pregame ritual the Raiders appropriated from the Iceland national football team, or the disease everyone who lives in Canberra has?" You forget that Raiders and Knights fans hate each other. We do go, they, yeah, they don't get along. Yeah, why is that? Is that because well, they're going to be the rivals of the new conference? Exactly. So they, yeah, they're getting out of the way. Uh, Steve says, "I do enjoy being lifted directly from Iceland. This is a, this is an answer. I'm out of it." Uh, oh, they, those are all answers. They were smart. They waited till Souths were playing a game to, to get answers put in answers there. in the question time thing, so I wouldn't delete them. Regularly wrong says, is Seebs why any his way to becoming the Knights coach and why is it Wayne's <laughs> fault? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Harvey yes. said, how stupid the Knights for spending all that money on David Clemmer instead of recruiting... Two gun back rowers and converting them into props in time for the 60 game rule to come in. <laughs> <laughs> mate, these teens and their bad roster management, mate. Yeah, they should have known that the rules to the game would <laughs> seismically change overnight for no reason. And they're going to go on a conference soon as well. I should have known that. Yeah. Uh, Harvey also said, Have you got any advice on how I can get through to other Knights fans that Mitchell Barnett is not a good player? Or am I wrong? He's a good back rower. It's a good back. So he's a good for back rower to be totally gassed for doing fuck all for 15 minutes or run the wrong lines constantly. I think Mitchell Barnett is a bench middle. That's what I think. Okay. I'll go with that. But yeah, he's um as you said, bad bad line runner and people, one of those guys, like just when you play hard and he perceivably plays hard despite you said being gassed a lot, people will forgive almost everything else half the time. Mm. Mario Caesar, assuming the current rules stay in place for the foreseeable future. Would you want your son, sorry, your son, your club to sign Tamalolo at full cost? Would it be a good investment for any particular club such as the Bulldogs? Great question, actually. Probably not. No, uh, but the Bulldogs should do it if they were offered it. That's for damn sure, because that's just one of those signings that signals something, and it's better than spending 800K on Nick Cottridge. Hmm. You know, that, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'd take him on the current freight with the current rule set. No, and I know they spoke about him playing him less to get him more explosive, and that just hasn't happened. He's playing the exact same style of footy, just in less minutes currently. So hopefully, and that's not to say he's a he's bad footy, but it's like, yeah, if you're going to play him less, you probably want him to be running 15 times from 180 meters, still not just running 13 for 130. You know, uh, Ben Qualiada says, "Is Joey Lua and Zach Sini uh, the best left edge in the comp?" Sure. This week, yeah. And then Justin says, is Zach Sini the real Tiger King? I like it. Uh, they do have the most cult hero flank of all time. They do. Oh, I'm all down for, by the way, again, I want a rookie Zach Sini 24 jersey, attached mullet, yeah. red mullet. Why can't I buy that? Like, again, this is another thing we're talking about. We want to fucking market the game and similar. I'm telling you, you get a bunch of 24 Zach Sinis out there. You're going to get a bunch of dumbass Tigers fans with red mullets on at a game in two weeks. With their yeah. 24s. Mm. No, let's not do that. <laughs> it's fun. We won't have that thing here. Uh, Justin, with Robbie Farah having a 100% win record as a trainer, <laughs> how long before he wins Dallium Coach of the Year? 
I would love Dalian Trainer of the Year. What a dumb. Oh, well, if they, oh, give, they give a point to either trainer. Ronnie Palmer <laughs> had that on lock for the past 23 seasons. I love it. But Alfie can challenge some years, mate. You know, when he gets mentioned how long, how often he's uh, on the John, field. John Sutton's the young up and comer. <laughs> Uh, Matty McPeace's Joey comes back and Tigers win. Coincidence? No, not a coincidence. Uh, Harvey says, is Tevita Pangai Jr. the key to the Blues winning origin? And will Freddie be smart enough to wind him up and aim him directly at Dave Fafita? Not the key, but should play and no. Yeah, 100% he should play. And I don't know if they'd sell him on the back row, but put him on the bench because he actually can play either either middle or edge, but totally ticks a box. So that kind of nut job will do great in origin. Uh, ben Qualiado again. Here we go. Why does Redford have a surf club when there's no surf? Is the owner worried about soil erosion and rising water levels? Why such pessimism in a business model? And should they bring Josh McGuire in to facilitate some effective discussion about business improvement? There's a bar in Redfern called Redfern Surf Club. I don't know why it's called that. There has to be some good sto- has to be a good story attached to that, right? It's like relatively new. When I moved into the oh. area, it was a fried chicken restaurant. Like it's, then- it's quite new. So was it was it a was it a fried chicken surf club? No, it was called like big. It was actually called like Big Chiefs or something. Maybe oh, I I know where this is. I just googled yeah. it. I know, I know, I know the corner it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at it now, and it's like it's it's not even that surfy themed. I, I no, I'm, inside I'm not, it is a little bit, but not that. Yeah. But yeah, they have yeah. surfy themed promos. I don't know. I think it's a joke that we we've, we've all missed. Maybe. I don't know. It's. I don't, I don't know. I'm lost. I'm looking at it now. I don't, just I don't move past it. Just move funny. Past. Yeah, I'm just looking at the episode. I'm so confused. These jokes aren't funny. <laughs> uh, ben Qualiata says, why do the columnists talk about all the players, the Tigers let go when Zach Sini was literally a Penrith area junior? Makes you think, doesn't I it? I mean, we largely ignored that piece because that's what it deserves. But my God, some of the players they allegedly let go in inverted commas, absolutely embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Well, why they let Matt Lodge leave? Don't know. <laughs> How did that come about? I don't know. It's, it's terrible. And then, some of the guys, there's like Ray Stone. Yeah. And but Curtis Sirenin. Like, come on. And they just let him go, apparently. It's like, oh, did they let him go or did they leave? I don't know why it doesn't matter. Difference doesn't matter. But you, and you look back through it, it's like, oh, true shock. Player leave shit club, goes to a good club and plays better. Also, you, you, can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't yeah. say that... Um, you can't count Junior Totola as someone that the Tigers let go. Yeah. Who never played first grade for them. Yeah. But then also count Josh Adokar, who by logic would be someone that Souths let go because he was a Souths junior, not a West Tigers junior. Well, I did see in the Discord someone shared that Adam Reynolds played under sixes at Tigers and it was genuinely in the paper that he was in the area in under sixes. But he's born and raised in... How'd that yeah, but he played for Leichhardt under sixes, mate. Why? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but it's like, what a shock. The Tigers chose some players over other worst prospects who went to be good somewhere else, whatever. But some like the list is laughable. Every club could do it. I don't know why it's a Tigers one always now. I guess because they struggled for a while there. But like again, they had in this game, they had Dane Laurie, who is better than the Penrith fullback, don't at me, and Zach Sini, who killed it. Both that got, got, got for free from Penrith this offseason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Thorson says no more wrestling never really as bad as made out or media trying their best to suck up to the landies I mean just watch the games it's, it's both of those things yeah but it's both those it's never as ba- it was never as bad as I thought it was beforehand true 
so Jason O says, so the Warriors Facebook fan wasn't that far off with the RTS to 5-8 call two weeks ago. What cooked selection how Lord Brownie come up with next? Um, Bunty Afoa to centre. And the stuff, Reese Walsh fap is annoying me because he's making mistakes every second time he touches the ball. And somehow that's supposed to show the Broncos fucked up this year, letting him go this year. It's like, no, 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 no. Like he is a prodigious talent. He has lots of, you know, it could be anything Reese Walsh. We wanted to keep him, but is he not actually showing he should be in reserve grade? Yes. The good shit's happening, but also the bad shit's happening too. You know, you iron that out learning, but it's not Nathan Brown's jazz to let someone learn a reverse reserve grade. Just throw him in. Yeah. Uh, Ben Qualiata again. When will Dez just bite the bullet and play Schuster at lock? I don't know, but mate, Schuster's a ball. He got he got I like him on, the Matty, on the Matty Johns show finally getting some attention, but he's he's sick. It's a huge fan. I'm I'm surprised how good he is in the on the edge. Uh, he won't ever bite the bullet on Jack Turbo though. And Ben has another question: he says, Is Manscaped ball deodorant edible? Asking for don't, a friend. Don't eat it. Well, Use the code BoomRookies at manscaped.com. Yeah, and you can investigate yourself. Yep. You report back when you buy yours, Ben. Donate it, Ben. Uh, Morg said, with the recent comment, comments in the media and the rumor that Melbourne are looking to sign Xavier Coates, what is the likelihood that Dave Donaghy at Brisbane is actually a storm plant designed to tighten the club's <laughs> grip on Queensland talent and the whole court case about him breaking his contract was actually a smokescreen? That's funny. I'm not willing to rule it out. <laughs> I'm not willing. Uh, Simon says, with the Tigers one for one following Farrow's return, should they bring back Benji? Don't you stay away from Benji? And the last one on Discord, here we go. Oh, this, this is this actually, we get a few of these. This won't be the toughest one yet. Okay, the uh, fuck Mary kill. All right, the set restart rule, promotion and relegation, player draft in the NRL. Uh, I'll marry. Promotion and relegation. Really? It's the least. Oh. No, I'm killing that one. All right. Player draft is the one you've got to kill, I think. Actually, no, because you can just revamp the whole thing and have high school yes. rugby league be more of a thing. That's my marry. If I can. Okay. Whatever. I'll change. I'm in. Yep. Yep. Kill the promotion relegation and fuck set restart rule. Okay. I can get on board with that. Yeah, but I fuck until, yeah, it, di- until it dies or like an aggressive fuck. You make high school football <laughs> a bigger deal like it is in America. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't like it, but it's the best of those three options. Yeah. Um, I've got a question that Harry Ramage sent us on Facebook. Uh, at the risk of sounding full Joel Kane, should Damian Cook defend on the edge when Souths play a team like Melbourne, who have two awesome hookers, leaving him a bit more juice to attack, like Berrigan, 2006? It, it really worked for Berrigan, though, because Berrigan had played centre. Like, you know... <laughs> It wasn't that far-fetched. And David, St- David, David Stagg had played block. If you guys remember what happened is in 2006, the Broncos threw a, a side together after injuries and ended up winning the comp. But the starting team had David Stagg in the centers with Hunt on the, come on, Hunt on the wing, Berrigan at nine. But they defended with Stagg in the, in the middle and Berrigan defending in centers. But Berrigan had played years of center. I don't know you can throw David Damien Cook out there and just expect it to work. Yeah, but maybe it will. Who Mate, knows? I do think you have to find ways to limit the defensive workload to keep that. He's making too many tackles. And especially, you've known it for years now, Bunga, in, 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 pre, in big final games and stuff, when teams actually just they focus on him more, 
it slows him down. But I actually think some teams should start looking at again more about not defending a half on the wing, but there's, you know, maybe there is some teams that can move around their shape a bit when they've got a half that isn't doing the best job defending it. Yeah, center. and, and, and a guy, I know he's not playing this way, but a guy like Campbell Graham could easily defend one further in. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, over on to Twitter. Okay. Before you read out the Twitter ones, uh, I'd like to mention that to guarantee that your uh, question is read out every week, uh, you need to be a member of our Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Um, yeah, and I'd like to give a quick shout to the people in the top two tiers of said Patreon, and they are Dave, Carlo Tyson, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Ando, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Big Chief 69, Blake Moretti, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Chris Avnell, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Harvey G, Jace G, Jack Snape, James K, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, Razor, Reese Brown, Roxanne Clark, Simo, Stephen Nicky, Swarzy, Ty, the greatest among us player of all time, the not so mature age student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy and Morika Hearn. Thank you for your continued support and to everyone in the lower tiers as well. And if you're just a listener, thank you as well. Okay. Over on to Twitter and uh, a good friend, Emma Sprouse, has sent a question there as well. So as a Patreon, she will, a patron, sorry, she will get her question answered. <laughs> he says, oh my God, I just said it's a pleasure of watching NRL 360 and I heard Buzz's radical plan for promotion and relegation. Why would you do that? But also me? that relegated teams would give up their players to a draft. I didn't hear that part. My question is, what's the dumbest thought you have, you've had in the last month and how is Buzz's dumber? So wait, if you get relegated and they, I know we had this $4 million cap thing, it was gone from a loan. Now it's like, so you give, just give them up. Do you give all your players up? Yes. What a great idea. Why would, oh my God, why would players ever sign any contracts or go anywhere? And then you get relegated and that team's like, oh, I'm just stuck. In. So say you ended the season, right? And say you were like weeks, 16 rounds of the season, you were like eighth or ninth, whatever. And you're like four guys with their ACL. You get relegated and it's like, well, off you go. <laughs> Into the draft pool. What the fuck? Oh, he's insane. I hate that we gave him a time or whatever. Uh, the Steves 89. Who would you rather be in 2006? Top scorer for a, wooden, for a wooden spoon team, Nathan Merritt, or 18th man for the Brisbane Bronco, Broncos grand final team, Tame Tupo? Ouch. Um, good question. You'd probably rather be Tame Tupo, right? Yeah, because like you didn't play the grand final, but you still got to go to the drinks and get pissed and, and cheer and celebrate. And he played that year and played, you know, he, he was actually our top try scorer that year. He just didn't make the team in the finals. But uh, yeah, I'd much rather be that guy. Hmm. And whilst Nathan Merritt had a better career than, than Tame, you know, he wasn't even there in grand final day when he won his one. Why? Next question. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just did. Uh, uh, Rick Bunga says, what's more universal, the love for Brett Morris or the hate for the Roosters in general? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Rick Bunga? No, Bunga. Okay. Dad, is um, your dad called Rick? <laughs> and he's not, but I was just going with the joke. Um, Calling your dad think, Rick from here well, on. Now. The outpouring of support for Morris makes me think that the hatred for the Roosters is not as strong yeah. as the love of Brett Morris. Uh, your dad's next question. Yep. If you're an almost yes or footy team, would you sign Mrs. Tarpanay, Sticky, <laughs> or a Sonny Bill, Joey, Ma- Matty, Treo as your next coach? 
Definitely Ricky. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Does Joey Maddie SBW trio? I would again. I am begging for a club to give those guys, those two clowns, the reins. You know, Joey and Maddie can talk footy great. Often they can, and Joey can analyze a half really well, that kind of stuff. But they're the hype kings. I want to see them as construct a roster. Make it. That's put that in your next. I do want to see it. Just yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, Gilby underscore Gillard said, "Would the only way the Panthers ever lose another game be by signing Josh Maguire?" <laughs> yes. And the last question over on Twitter will answer. It says, "David Hunter he says, in Vlanders ball, what happens if Newtown North and Glebe get promoted, and New Zealand Gold Coast and North Queensland get relegated?" Um. Well, all the guys from New Zealand have to go to get drafted <laughs> somewhere else, apparently. So. I don't know. Nothing, nothing happens. They just get, they just swap. And that's that promotion really actually thing is never happening. It might be like conferences. I don't know if there's any backers for this, mate. Conferences at least has some backers, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, before we go, Coltrane Cup, Mitchell. Uh, I'm seven and one. You are six and two. One person remains undefeated. Perfect eight. No. Jason, our Warriors uh, expert. Um, Tough week this week. I think the smart pick would be the Storm, which I'm not going to do because I'm never going to fade against my boys. We picked, we picked the Storm last week, mate. Yeah, I said the smart pick would be yeah, the Storm. Can't, like, can't overall. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't anyway. But um, I wouldn't regardless. Um, I'm leaning Manly, I think. I'm Manly or Dragons is, is the options. And the Storm last week, I also tipped them against the Sharks. I think so. the Bulldogs might win. So I didn't pick the Panthers. Uh, they you're right. Joshua Y does exist. That's a thing. I'm taking the Manly Warringah Seagulls. Push it up. And actually, exclamation mark. Manly exclamation uh, mark. I think I'm going to go. Oh, you actually are right. I don't know because I can't pip the first two games. And are those two of the ones I'd like to tip Storm or Panthers. I can't pick those two. Eels Roosters. I know the Eels are the favorites. But I'm still, I don't care who's out for the Roosters. I ain't tipping them against them in that game. I mean, you, you try not to tip against the Roosters, for example, or you're in a Coltrane Cup. Yeah, or, you don't want to do that. You don't do that. Uh, Knights, ra- Knights, Raiders, I'd love to pick the Raiders, but their form's terrible and it's a Wagga Wagga. No, Tigers, Titans. Uh, I'm going the Dragons. I well, just, yeah. I think they might lose, but you They might you. lose. They might lose, but they're whatever. They're at home and I'm not saying they're due, but... You know, yeah, I, I just, I, I know, excuse me, I just burped, but I know Manly a much better team with Tommy. But yeah, I'm not confident in them still. Oh, it's at Lotto Land though, as well, isn't it? It is where I'm going to win the jackpot of a manly victory. The jackpot. Yep. I don't know. It's a lotto pun. I don't know, man. Tired. Know. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Thank you all <laughs> for listening. Um, Patreon.com forward slash general boom rookies. Code boom rookies at manscaped.com if you want to support us. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me.